This is Bias Bender, and I'm Kayla Stokes. Welcome to the next episode of this podcast where we are exploring the lives of Black women from the past and the present in order to imagine the future. This week's episode is about Alice H. Parker and staying warm in the winter. Okay, so I'm going to cut right to the chase. Is anyone else always kind of shocked at how quickly fall time plummets into the deep freeze of winter? Well, I guess this only really applies to the folks who are lucky enough to live somewhere where the seasons have clear shifts throughout the year. So if you're listening from uh, Southern California or anywhere else close-ish to the equator, let me tell you, you're missing out on the joy and, well, shock that comes along with having to remember how to dress for weather under 40 degrees. I may sound like I'm complaining, and maybe I am a little, but actually I really appreciate this time of year because for me, when it gets colder, it means spending more time inside staying cozy with my family. And since we're living through a pandemic, there's even more incentive to just stay home and enjoy the people I'm with. And as my walks get more brisk and I need more and more layers to stay semi-comfortable outside, the comfort I find from making my way inside into the warmth of my house only increases. In fact, if you listen closely, you can probably hear the whir of my central heating keeping me toasty as I record this episode. Basically, I feel very fortunate to have a warm home during the winter. Now, okay, so what does that have to do with black women? (laughs) Well, it turns out that we have a black woman to thank for the modern heating in our homes. All right, let's talk about Alice H. Parker. To be honest, there was not a lot of information floating around about her. But I feel like that's probably a good indication that we need to share her story, even if it's not super detail-filled. Okay, so I'll jump into what I was able to find. Alice H. Parker was born in the late 1800s, probably in 1895 in Morristown, New Jersey. Now, I feel like if you have listened to a few episodes of this podcast, you've probably clued into the fact that I am also from New Jersey. So anytime I read about someone's path also starting or ending up there, my ears definitely perk up. And it appears as though Alice was a Jersey girl for at least a big chunk of her life. When I looked up the history of Morristown in particular, I found that, like a lot of major towns and cities in New Jersey, it has been around for a really long time. Non-native people were living in what is now called Morristown before the United States was even the United States. Actually, Morristown was where Washington and his troops spent that one really cold winter during the Revolutionary War. (laughs) But a cool thing that I found was that Morristown became an independent community separate from Morris Township in 1895, which is the year that Alice was born. So she was officially brought into the world the same year that her town was officially recognized. Okay, That might be a tidbit that only I am interested in, but hey, I am the one putting the podcast together, so I guess that's what you signed up for. (laughs) Anywho, when I looked up the history of Morristown, I found a lot of really interesting stories and significant events. For example, the first successful demonstration of the telegraph took place there in 1838 when Samuel Morse and his partner Alfred perfected their system while working in Morristown. 
And Morristown is where the seeing eye is headquartered, which I know very well because I was lucky enough to raise little seeing eye puppies as my community service in high school. And the list goes on and on when it comes to the history of Morristown. But I didn't find most sources even mentioning at all that Alice Parker is from Morristown and lived there for most of her life. And, well, she did what I would consider some very noteworthy work. So let's amend that by adding her to the list of things that makes Morristown a very cool place to be. Unfortunately, I can't really give you too many details about her upbringing and what made her into the woman she became, because that information is not really out there. I do know that she went to Howard University Academy in Washington, D.C. This, of course, is the high school that was connected with Howard University. And I feel like there are so many women we've already discussed who have a connection to Howard. This is just another example of how important that institution has been within the realm of American Black history. Alice graduated in 1910 with honors, and beyond that, I'm not sure if she went on to receive any more formal education, but it's clear that she was bright and interested in putting her knowledge to work. Just nine years later, when Alice was 24 years old, she made history. Her idea and design for a new heating system was officially patented on December 23, 1919. She must have been working on her idea for a while, but that's when it became official. Now, the story goes that she was not satisfied with her fireplace when it came to warming her in the cold New Jersey winters. So, she decided to make something that would be more efficient. And I get that. While New Jersey winters aren't the worst in the world, they're definitely not something to mess with. Now, heating in homes was nothing new at this point. Actually, the whole idea of furnaces has been around since the Roman Empire. But in order to use a central heating system, you still had to add fuel to a literal fire in the home. So, in Alice's time in the early 1900s, if you were lucky enough to have central heating at all, you still had to chop wood or burn coal to keep it warming you. And that was probably an annoying task, but it was also dangerous. Because whether or not you had central heating, you were burning something in your house to keep warm. But Alice came along and invented a different system altogether. Her system used natural gas to heat the home. So cool air would come into the multi-burner system and be heated, then distributed through the home through pipes and air vents. And she designed it so that you could adjust the temperature by room, which was also a pretty novel idea. I imagine that sounds pretty similar to the heating system you might have in your house, if you're living somewhere that needs to be heated in the winter. Alice really laid the groundwork for modern central heating systems. And until I looked her up recently, I had no idea that was the case. That is probably because she wasn't given a whole lot of credit for her work. Is anyone else tired of hearing that trope? <laughs> her invention was clearly taken advantage of, despite it not being directly produced or sold. Other companies and inventors saw what she created and thought, wow, that's a great idea, I'm going to use it and not give Alice Parker the credit she's due. 
And here we are with heating that we can control by asking Alexa to bring the temperature up or down at this point. So while it's been just about 101 years since Alice Parker patented her amazing idea, I'm glad that we are finally acknowledging how cool she was. I still don't know a lot about her life and what led her to this work, but I'm still inspired to know that she saw a problem in her life and the lives of those around her, and she decided to figure out how to fix it. That's an incredible mindset to have, and I think it's one that we can learn from. She didn't go on to be a famous person in any way, but her legacy lives on every time you adjust the temperature in your home to make it more cozy. So, while I'm spending time at home this winter with the folks I care about most, I will now be thanking Alice Parker for helping to make our time together that much warmer. This week, I am reminded that Black female history is so deeply rooted in everyone's history. It's pretty inescapable. We've been here, arguably, for as long as humankind has been around, and we'll keep doing things that make a difference to not only our communities, but the world at large. And maybe that change-making thing is going to school and figuring out how to fix a problem you're having in your life. As we clearly see with Alice, that seemingly personal accomplishment can change the world. I realized that this week's episode would be characterized as being short and sweet. <laughs> so I would encourage you to take this extra time and do something cozy and warm in Alice's honor. This episode is coming out on Black Friday, and while I don't necessarily want to promote all the lovely over-shopping that comes along with this day, I do think it's a good time to stay home and look up some cool Black-owned businesses that you can support from the comfort of your couch. <laughs> Personally, I have my eye on some jewelry from an Etsy shop called Aquarian Thoughts. Anywho, I'm hoping you have a warm and safe winter this year. I am so looking forward to continuing to put out more episodes that help us learn stories that we didn't know before. It's been so enlightening for me so far, and I hope you're feeling the same. On that note, if you have any thoughts about the podcast, you can always reach out to me and let me know. I'm all ears for suggestions, critiques, and especially praises. <laughs> you can email me at biasbender at gmail.com, or you can find me on Facebook and Instagram, which are both at biasbender. And if you happen to really be enjoying the podcast, a great way to support it is to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. I know I'm not really a full-fledged Black-owned business at this point, but hey, maybe one day. And in the meantime, you are already helping me along my way by listening and engaging with Bias Bender. So thank you so much for listening. I use the following sources to research this week's episode. The Mother of Modern Heating, a tribute to Alice H. Parker by Doreen Turner. The National Society of Black Physicists page on Alice H. Parker. New Jersey Chamber of Commerce's page on Alice H. Parker. Black History Honors, Alice H. Parker by Andrew Drought. The Town of Morristown's website. Britannica's article on Morristown, New Jersey. 
Jersey town that was founded before the American Revolution and is packed full of history by Kristen on OnlyInYourState.com and The Seeing Eye. Original music, as always, by Adam Westerman. Thank you.